this week on the Reach Podcast. Do you have a problem? Is your problem with Jesus or is your problem with Jesus' people? And he said, oh, it's definitely Jesus' people. It's very possible he hasn't really thought about that very deeply. And then one or two more questions, he might even tell you, man, that's a good question. I've never thought about that. Welcome to the Reach Podcast, where you can learn to share Jesus. I'm your host, Blaine Larson, and today I've got the privilege of talking to Nick Manos. And Nick is the Area Director for Search Ministries in Dallas, Texas. Amazing guy. You're going to get to know him a little bit here. And uh, Nick, thanks so much for being my guest on the podcast. Thanks for having me on your podcast. I am very excited for you to be on my podcast. Is it your podcast? It is. Well, that's what you said. Okay. The Blaine Podcast. (laughs) We're rebranding here pretty soon. No. um, All right. Hey, today we're talking about a conversation that you've had recently with a friend. So uh, why don't you set that up? for us. What are we talking about? Okay. I was, um, I was fortunate enough to be having a conversation with a friend. Uh, we were having lunch and before I launch into what that conversation was like, I want to just point out the huge privilege it is to be sitting there having lunch with a friend talking about important things. Um, all the work, all the prayers, all the people that have hoped for this to happen. Um, and for it to come to fruition and for me to have the privilege of having conversations of substance about God and about life and about Jesus with him, it's huge. Um, and and I think that's the hardest thing to do is get to that place. Uh, once you're there, it's scary and you never know how it's going to go, but um, it's worth the effort to get there. How how did you do that in, in a nutshell with this particular who, – who are we talking about, by the way? Yeah, we're talking about a guy named Jeffrey. Okay. And he's uh, he's a very good guy. And quite honestly, I didn't know Jeffrey, except he was invited by a friend to come to uh, a focused forum that we had. And and I think that's I think that's the beauty of how we work. Uh, we invest in some people who invest in some people. And the next thing you know, all our people are together. And I struck up meaningful conversations with Jeffrey, and we decided to take it, continue the conversation over lunch. And if somebody doesn't know what a focus forum is, what's that? Just real quick. A focus forum is a casual, it was a real fun gathering at, at in the evening. Um, we had something to eat, we have a few laughs, and then we have an incredible conversation. And the thing that make it, makes it a focused forum is that it is an open discussion. And, but, but it's open in the, uh, and it's a little bit different than an open forum, uh, which is about anything in the whole wide world. Uh, a focused forum is I bring a question. And the question can be something very specific to faith, or it can be something very big and abstract. This one just happened to be, the question happened to be, what does it take for you to change your mind? We talked about changing our mind and how hard that is and uh, why people are so uh, certain of certain things, but so uncertain of other things. But when you're certain about something, the desire to change your mind or even the uh, ability to let loose of what you think you think is really hard because it's not just changing your mind. If you change your mind on some things, you might have to change your whole tribe. Uh, you'll 
you hang, we typically hang out with people who think just like us. And if we all of a sudden don't think like these people anymore, then, then maybe those relationships change. So we talked about what does it take to change your mind? Um, what is something that you would never change your mind about? And the conversation drifted as it always does, uh, to what would it take for you to change your mind about God? And so that's where Jeffrey came. He was interested, had a great time. You guys grab lunch, and and how does that go? And I think what a lot of people are going to want to know is how do you in that lunch meeting? How do you make it substantive? And so I'm curious to hear how this how this unfolds. It's really it's really uh, lunch was real easy to invite him to because I like him. We enjoyed visiting and getting to know each other at the uh, focus forums. So I invited him to go to lunch. He got there, um, and we had a little conversation about what was going to go on at, in his life as regards to um, Thanksgiving. And then I I told him I was real interested in a couple of the comments that he'd made at the Focus Forum. Um, and I asked him where he'd gotten this line of thinking or where this came from. And then he kind of showed his cards. He goes, well, he goes, I don't really think about this stuff that much. I said, you don't? He goes, no, but I'm seeing a girl, and she does. And I have the feeling that if I don't uh, show interest in this or or have some belief system about God that's similar to hers, then that might be the end of the relationship. So <laughs> pure motives. Pure motives. <laughs> you know what? And I'm like, okay. Um I think that that probably is a, a a pretty common motive. At least he's honest with you. Yeah, throwing it out there. Yeah, it turns out that uh, that Jeffrey is an interesting guy. Um, Jeffrey was sort of force fed Christianity his whole life. He grew up in a very Christian world environment, and. It was sort of forced on him to go to this kind of school and think these kinds of things and pray these kinds of prayers before you eat, before you sleep, before big events. Um, and none of it felt real or relevant to him. And so as soon as he left the household and went to college, uh, he decided he was going to leave all that behind. And and he did. And he moved away, and he lived a lifestyle that was very fun and very free and very open to a lot of things. And while he was out there living life on his own terms, he met a, a bunch of other people living life on their own terms. Hey, by the way, I'm just listening at this point, and I'm eating a little bit, and I'm listening. Um nodding my head, engaging, really enjoying the conversation, trying to uh, keep track of names and dates and uh, pick up on things that seemed to really be important to him uh, and meaningful to him. And I could tell the relationship he was in was really meaningful to him. And I could also tell that uh, he felt very stifled and turned off by the environment that he grew up in, so much so that he was looking forward to getting free of it. And he did. He was free of it. And while out there, free of it, he met a, other, a bunch of other people who were uh, very free. And he found out that there was a whole bunch of different ways to approach God that people have considered and followed in their life. And he found them all to be uh, very sincere believers in these various different ways of following God and pursuing God and finding God. And so he came to the conclusion that all of these things 
all of these different methods and means of pursuing God are probably great and that you might be a little archaic, old-fashioned, and narrow-minded to, to think that, that maybe being a Christian or following Jesus would be the only way. Did he say it that way? He sort of said it that way. I might have said it, in fact, a little worse than he did. And I sensed a little bit of, of grit in the way he was talking. Um, bitterness can sound so hardcore. So he didn't come across as bitter, but there was that you could you could sense it rising in his conversation. There's an emotional mm-hmm. component to all this. Yeah. Yeah. Something was really not setting right with him. Huh. And so I asked him, I go, <clears throat> excuse me, do you have a problem? Is your problem with Jesus? Or is your problem with Jesus' people? And he said, oh, it's definitely Jesus' people. So I, I've been thinking about this conversation, and I jotted a few things down that I thought were, that I thought were helpful. Yeah. And one of them is that whatever had taken place in, in Jeffrey's life, it had set him up. It had placed him in a place in life that he thought there was something important about God. Whether he liked him or knew him or uh, gave him great power or, or prominence in his life, he, st- he did think that there was something important about God. And so I'll say whatever your journey is, whether you loved it or not, or it led you to a, a happy ending, I'd say if, if, if at least it brings you to the point to where that's important, that matters, I'm going to lean in on this, whether it's a girlfriend or an upbringing or whatever it is, I'd say there's something really good about that. But there's something better than merely pursuing a relationship or an understanding of God to please somebody else. I think I think there's the most important thing is, is the pursuit of something that's real, right, true, and relevant and matters uh, to you and to the God who made you. So um, he had that. Um, I liked the idea that he could clearly discern, not discern, but articulate how he felt about uh, all all of these religions really leading to the same place. Hmm. And I, I thought the most obvious question, because that's a fairly common thing. I think I've heard this before from other people. So I don't think I've ever said this before. I go, well, where, where do they lead? If they all leave the same place, where and what's there and what happens? Yeah, what do you say? He said they all lead to, in his mind, some sort of a, a better place, some sort of a vague afterlife. Um. Hmm. And then I asked him, I go, well, whatever that is, do you, do you want to go there? Is that, is that what you want? So you think there's some better afterlife? He goes, I think so. And I go, so do you want to go there? I mean, and, and he <laughs> said a pick. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, I, I think I do. He's not very old, but he don't want to go there now. <laughs> wants Everybody to, wants to go to heaven. Yeah. They want to go to heaven. To go they, 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 I want to go to heaven. I just don't want to go today. <laughs> so, um, I think the thing, if, if there's something out there that's great and better and lasts forever, 
and you want to go there, then I would think there would be something really important about the choosing of the means by which, the path by which you think you're going to get there. Um, and if it's just any, if it's just, if all roads lead to the same place, then it almost as if he's saying it's just faith in something that um, might uh, get you to this special place. But I think there's something, and we talked about this, I go, is it merely faith or is the object of that faith the most important thing? What do you think? At this point in his life, I think he really, at that point in his life, I don't know what he's thinking today, but at at that point in his life, which was a week and a half ago, he felt like it's just faith. Um, In, because all these guys, it's like almost God's like some, not specific thing, but it's this broad idea. And if God's a broad idea, then I guess you can recreate him in any way you want. Um, somebody said, I think it was Nietzsche. Is that how you say it? Frederick Nietzsche? Yeah. How would you say it? Yeah, just like that. Good. Okay. This is a podcast, so I don't want to mispronounce <laughs> the guy's name. He was looking at me very puzzled when he said that. Okay. I don't even know. Okay, now that we've spent a lot of time trying to decide how to say his name, I'm not even sure <laughs> he's the one who said this. <laughs> he didn't say this. But somebody said, God created us in his image, and we've returned the favor. You ever heard that? Yeah. Who said that? Um, it's not Nietzsche. Dang it. <laughs> it's, it's not? I don't think so. Okay. Do we Go- Google that. Google that. Google that. Intern boy. <laughs> Well, but I do think that in if God is not, if God's not real, uh, not specific, not a personality, not someone to know, then he can be this broad thing that you just invent or reinvent in any fashion you want. Do you have something to say over there? What's the quote? He wasn't paying attention. The quote is, God created us in his image, and we, in turn, have returned the favor. It's a it's a good quote. No matter I don't know who no, said no it. No matter who who said it. Yeah. Okay. But uh, we'll we'll find out here momentarily. Okay. But it, so what's here's what I want to ask you at this point because this is all like very deep stuff. Yeah. And somebody might be listening, going, "Okay, uh, Nick, this uh, this is your first conversation. Mm-hmm. He came to a you know ministry event mm-hmm. and and you got to follow. It's just, it was very natural. This is this is great for you. You're a professional. He came to your thing and you know what about me? I I'm I'm not I don't have this kind of setup in in my life that makes it so easy uh, to have these kind of conversations so quick. Yeah. Um, sometimes they seem quick to us, but but like I've said, we will never know the the journey that the that 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 our friends or people that we meet with have been on and how many people have prayed for them and hoped for a conversation like this to take place and by the way I have a lot of conversations where we talk uh, where it doesn't go this way are those do those are those less valuable not at all um, Jeffrey's a friend and I want to talk about what he wants to talk about he talked about I asked him where he was from and where he grew up and what that was like and he started talking about his family and he started talking about how uh 
Christian it was and uh, force-fed. And so it just, it just went that way. Um, and, you know, I did, I did, I do grab onto things like force-fed Christianity. I'll, I'll ask about that. Um, and, but he offered the, the, the part about uh, believing that all roads lead to the same place. Um, maybe I asked a question or two, but, but for anybody listening, all I did was ask some pretty, pretty simple questions. Yeah, that's what's interesting to me and what I'd want everybody to, to notice is it's, it's easy, especially when people say things like, like that, that it's, it's, you almost want to go, hey, you know, I want to give you the yeah. answer. Here's why that's not right. You know, uh, Jesus said he's the only way and these, you know, but to just ask a question, you got time usually, you know, it's mm-hmm. a friendship, a relationship. You don't have to solve it all right, right now, but great questions that you ask. Why do you think that? Yeah. Leads where? That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I have learned and something that I've always thought was that the sharing of our faith was me talking and you listening. But I think I'm taking, and, and sometimes I do talk, and sometimes people do listen. But but huh? most of the time, a conversation. I'm sorry, were you listening? What? Yeah. See what he just did there. Uh-huh. That was clever. Yeah. yeah. Do we need. Do, will this podcast have a laugh track? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> you can hit it right there. Yeah. Um, most of the time. A conversation is the most effective thing. And you just ask questions. Like if somebody says we went out on a date, I would say, where'd you go? Was the food good? You just ask the next obvious question. And I think question asking and just listening is is my favorite method of sharing the gospel. Well, and here's here's a reason why I think it's very, very effective is a lot of people, I would say – the vast majority of these kind of conversations, my my friends, people I've interacted with over many years, they haven't thought through their views past a question or two. So when you ask a question, uh, you know, of, of Jeffrey, like, you know, where, where'd you get that from? Mm-hmm. Why, why do you think? Where, where is it? Where is it all going? Mm-hmm. It's very possible he hasn't really thought about that very deeply. And then yeah. one or two more questions, he might even tell you, man, that's a good question. I, I've never thought about that. And you might not know it in the moment, right? But that can really get people internally get the wheels re- wrestling. Yeah. Because yeah, they go, I should be able to answer that, but I can't. And then they start thinking, and, and then maybe the next time you get together, you you pick it up there. That, that happens a lot, seems like. Yeah. And, and I do think that uh, Sometimes our belief systems are a loose, kind of a loosely knit together uh, amalgamation of ideas and things we've heard, and we knit them together, and that's that's who we are. That's our worldview, but we haven't really followed them very far to find out where do they lead. What what? How does that impact my life now? How does it? How does it? How does it color my decision making today? How I view people, how I treat people, and and what kind of bridge is that building in terms of a relationship with with God? And um, and I think that's what the value of a good question is. Yeah, and just listening. Uh, we've got uh, we've got an answer to your quote here, Big J. Voltaire. 
Voltaire. There we go. I knew it was somebody impressive sounding. Nicholas, would you fill us in on who uh, this person is? And Voltaire? Wh- yes. Why yeah. they're... Yes. This is, uh, <laughs> this is me just making stuff up now. Hey, uh, who is... I, I, I've heard of Voltaire. I'm sure he's... It sounds French. It does? Yeah. To me. I guess. We don't know. We'll we'll find out. Somebody out there knows. No. Uh, that's a good quote, though. Thank you for looking it up. Thank you. So, um, all right. So, how did y'all uh, back to back to reality? How did y'all leave this lunch meeting? It's really interesting. Um, I asked him first of all. I did not feel like I needed to deliver the bombshell, wrap it up, put it under the tree for Christmas answer to him. Um, to me, the hope was enjoy the conversation, continue the conversation. And I said, we should, there's a lot of thought that's been given into topics like this. Let's dig around and let's find out what we find out. Um, maybe we'll find out something along the way that's meaningful to you. So uh, we left there deciding that we want to continue the conversation. Um, and there's so many things to continuing the conversation that take place. It takes the pressure off of me to have all the answers. Um, I'm not sure if if a quickly delivered, well-delivered answer is as helpful as uh, joining him on a journey of discovery. In fact, I, 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 I have come to the conclusion that I don't think that anymore. I'll get, here, you got a question? Let me answer it for you. Rather than let's go find out together. I think that is so much more meaningful. It's relationship building, and it gives him the joy of discovery rather than just the right answer. Um, So we will continue the conversation. As a matter of fact, I even asked him uh, if there were some other people in his life that have, that he's had conversations with like this. And he goes, there are. And I said, well, let's Let's get, a, let's get a few of us together. Let's continue the conversation. Um, and so that's, that's where this is going to go. Yeah. Uh, the conversation will continue. So uh, wrapping this up, landing the plane, uh, everybody that's listening, if, if you wanted them to have one takeaway from this interaction, from what you've shared, what's, what's the one thing you want them to walk away with? I think the one thing that I'd want somebody to walk away with is this is not about – me, and it's not about you. Um, if I'm fortunate enough to be engaged in a conversation with somebody, then I'll, there, are, there are a lot of people, there's a, a lot of things that have gone into that taking place. So I, I take no credit for it, and I don't ever feel the pressure to deliver the goods. I just want to have a conversation and, be, and have lunch and be a friend. Um, and that takes the pressure off of me. Um, I think a lot of people don't engage in conversations or ask hard questions because they're afraid they won't know the answer. Um, and I'm saying, I, you don't have to. Just have the conversation. Go find the answer together. There are plenty of really smart people out there that can help us uh, uh, on, the, on the journey to being informed on topics like this. Uh, I, don't, I don't have to know them by heart. So if you're afraid of of the conversation, don't be, just have it. The goal of the conversation isn't the neatly, neatly delivered answer, but that somehow we continue the conversation and that and that they feel like, I really, at the end of the day, 
that guy really likes me. He really does want to be my friend. This isn't some agenda-driven, save-my-soul kind of moment. This is a guy that wants to find out about my life and engage on the things that have popped up along the way. And I can do that. That's a and fan, so can you. That's fantastic. A great way to wrap up the podcast. Thank you, Nick. I really appreciate you being here and thanks joining us today. Me. Yeah, this was fun. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will see you next week right here on the Reach Podcast. <laughs>